0: about it. You know, so many are celebrating the 4th of July with fireworks and drinking and partying and carrying on, but we're free people tonight. We've been able to really express our freedoms, what God has done for us. Some of you were held in sins chains, but God came by our way in this hour and broke sins chains tonight. You're a free people tonight. Oh, we should be able to worship God and thank God for what He's provided for us. Oh, hallelujah. I just thank God tonight. Oh, I just... What a great honor it is that we have to serve Him, to be a part of this elect lady that He's called the Bride of Christ. Well, We're glad to be in the house of God tonight, glad to be back with you. We've been out traveling, been on the road these last several weeks, ministering in different places, but you know, I came home this past Sunday, and as I was sitting back here, I looked out upon the congregation, and, and just this thought came to myself, it's nice to be home. And I looked down and I said, you know, it's nice to be a part of brother tim's ministry and to, to hear the word that we get to feast on day in and day out and brother timothy on wednesday nights and but you know i looked out and i looked at your faces this past sunday and i said god thank you for each and every one this is home this is the local body this is the the, the bride right here and even like tabernacle this is what you called us to and there's great things that god has in store for each and every one of us that is here tonight Oh, churches, you can just recognize it's not just your neighbor, but we're talking about the people that we're going to spend eternity with. And I just, I tell you, something just gripped my heart. I said, Lord, thank you for each and every one. I'm so glad this is my home church. I'm so glad I can be a part of the ministry here and and be a part of the local body here. Well, you know, and I was thinking just as Brother Tim was ministering, as Brother Timothy has been ministering, just the continuity of the spirit and the continuity of the ministries. Brother Tim's, brother Timothy's been speaking on putting on the whole armor of God, and I've been dealing with the young people on preparing for battle, and we have been getting into the putting on the armor of God, and you just see how these different ministries begin to work and harmonize with one another. And then Brother Tim spoke this past Sunday, and, oh, my, I tell you, I just couldn't almost contain myself because I know what I was going to be speaking tonight. I've already had these notes prepared, and here he comes, same scriptures, same quotes. I'm like, oh, God, this is great, you know, and, and just prefacing and just getting ready for tonight's service as he was laying little little nuggets and foundations. Now, I can't preach like this, and I don't expect you tonight. But you know what? You moved this past Sunday. Well, I can expect that tonight. I can expect the same response because it's the same word. And God's here tonight to honor that word, to honor your faith tonight. You got a need tonight? Let me tell you, church, he's here to minister to that need. If Satan's got something hanging on you tonight, you can tell that enemy he has to go. And let me tell you, he has to flee because we got the word tonight. And the prophet of God said, "All heaven is behind that word. There's no reason that any of us should be held in bondage tonight. Amen. I tell you, I come for church. I hope you did too. Take your Bibles tonight if you would. And we're going to look here. And uh, we're going to look in in Ecclesiastes 3 and verse 1. Hallelujah. I want to speak to you again. I've been ministering on time-tested faith. This would be part four of that series. But I want to speak to you on your time to speak. Yeah. Not Brother Tim's, not Brother Aaron's, Brother Timothy's, but it's your time tonight as a local body. Amen. It's your time tonight as a believer to speak what you have need of. Amen. We find here in verse 1 it says, To everything there is a season, and to every time uh, and a time to every purpose under heaven. And drop down to verse 7. There is a time to rend. There is a time to sow. There is a time to keep silent. And there is a time to speak. Amen. Father, we just bow our heads to you tonight, Lord. And we want to just humble ourselves in your presence. And we ask tonight that the great spirit of Christ, that a super anointing that Lord, you seem to just come behind the word and just, Lord, give your amen to it. We're asking tonight, Lord, you'd put the words in the mouth of the speaker. And, Lord, and you'd not only do that, but you'd put the words in the ears of the hearer tonight. Father, may we be in service, may we be in harmony with one another, Lord. The speaking of the word and the receiving of the word tonight. God, I pray you would shut my mouth to anything that would be of the carnal flesh, Lord. Anything that would not bring edification to the body and glorification to you, Father. We just want to surrender ourselves tonight and get ourselves out of the way for a few minutes this evening, Lord, and allow you to speak to us. So we pray you'll take these words, Lord, and you'd begin to speak. You'd begin to encourage the people. You'd begin to incite their faith tonight, Lord, that they have a promise and they can speak the word tonight. We give it to you now, Father. Bless this service we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated tonight. We look here. And we find in John, I'm going to just kind of bring some scriptures out, lay the foundation tonight as we get started. But in John 14 and verse 12, it says, Verily, verily, I say unto you. Notice, this is red letter in my Bible, King James. I'm hoping this red letter in your Bible unless you've got an NIV or some other translation. But this is Jesus speaking, and he's saying, Verily, verily, I say unto you. Make it personal tonight. He's speaking to me tonight. He that believeth on me, he that hath faith in me tonight, and the works that I do shall he do also. So it's saying, the works that I do, you can do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto the Father. Now notice here in verse 13, and whatsoever, notice there's no limitations to that word there. Whatsoever you ask, not I ask, but whatsoever you ask. Jesus is saying, whatsoever you ask, he says, in my name, that will I do tonight. Can you have faith tonight to do exactly what he's asking? And he says now, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye ask anything in my name, I will do it come on church do you believe that tonight this is not just put in your Bible to fill up pages on the paper but no he says you ask anything in my name tonight and I will do it he did it back then he's the same yesterday today in this service tonight for you and for your need but what is it going to take it's going to take you as a believer to have faith in what he said and you begin to ask you begin to speak you begin to require from God exactly what you have need of and he Said, I will do it. Oh, hallelujah! I just love that about the word tonight. Notice whatsoever you ask, and the Bible says in Ephesians 3 and verse 20, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can even ask or think tonight. Sometimes you may not even have the words to come out of your mouth. But he says he can do exceeding abundantly all that you can even ask or think in your mind tonight. He's that kind of God tonight. But you must ask. We find here in John 15 and verse 16. I want you to notice he says, you have not chosen me. I want you to realize this is not anything that you have to do. It's not your choosing. It's his choosing. He says, but I have chosen you. Now if brother Tim picked me to be a part of his team Do you know what I can have some favor with that knowing I've been picked I can have a little bit of prestige. I've been picked. Let me tell you I didn't choose him. He chose me and what God is saying here is that you didn't choose me But I chose you and because he chose you tonight that gives you favor with him That gives you confidence with him that you can come before him and ask what you have need of And he says I will do it tonight church Whatever your need is, he's the on-time God. He says, I'll do it. If you've got cancer in your life, he's the cancer defeater tonight. He says, I will do it tonight. But you've got to have faith to ask. I've chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain that whatsoever, there is that word again, no limitations. So whatever your need is tonight, put it right there. Whatsoever ye ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Do you believe it tonight, church? John 16 and verse 23. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Oh, I tell you, I hope you're catching what I'm what I am we're speaking on tonight. I'm trying to excite your faith to ask tonight. You're not just a wayfaring people, you're not just somebody that's a vagabond of days gone by, some outcast, some nobody. No, but God has called, He's chosen you. And because He chose you to be a part of this bride, that should give you faith tonight that you can come before Him and ask and get your petition met tonight. When the doctor says there's nothing more that I can do, you might as well go to, you know what, just go ahead and make your life right and get right because you're going to a grave. I'm here to tell you, God said, ask tonight and I'll show you who's greater than the grave. I'll show you who's got a better report than the doctor does. So, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it. Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name. He says, ask and ye shall receive. Come on, church. Ask, and ye shall receive. That doesn't say anything about a possibility there. No hope so. He says, you ask, and you shall receive, that your joy may be full. Now, let's look down here. And we find many times we don't realize who we are. All right? We fail to realize exactly who we are. Well, I'm just a church member. No, you're not just a church member. You know, we've been under such an attack from the enemy, our minds are just, you know, sometimes we're just under the heavy load or the, the mind battle that we go through or the affliction on our flesh. And many times we, are, we, we, we become so, so amnesia, that's a new word I guess, we fail to realize who we are. We fail to realize who we, our position in the body. And because we fail to realize who we are, then we fail to ask for our needs. Some of you tonight are suffering in your body, suffering in your life. Some of you are living below your God-given privileges because you have not come before the throne and ask. We feel unworthy because we've been in a battle. We feel unworthy because we don't feel the presence of God. We feel unworthy because why? Because we've had some failures in our past, and we don't know if God will hear us. I'm here to tell you tonight, he said ask. John 15 and verse 7 says, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, then ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Notice here, in the message, perfect faith, Brother Bram talks about it. He said, he was referring to Jesus. He said, he knew who he was, therefore he had faith. And if you knew who you were tonight, you'd have faith. Oh my, I tell you, I know who I am tonight. Oh, it excites me. I'm not afraid to ask. But he says now, he knew who he was, therefore he had faith. And faith could produce when it knowed who it was, when he knowed who he was. And I'm going to tell you tonight, and when you got faith and recognize who you are, you're not just somebody, you're not just part of a family, you're not just part of even like Tabernacle, but you're a part of the bride of Jesus Christ. That should excite you tonight. Then you can ask boldly. You can ask Noah tonight. You can ask her surely tonight that God will meet that need tonight. Because you recognize who you are. Notice, if you abide in me and my word in you, faith will produce again in this day. Faith will produce, I'm going to put it like this, faith will produce again tonight if you can recognize who you are. We see Sister Atlanta recognizing that she didn't have to be bound by cancer. We see Sister Karen. Let me tell you, many of y'all didn't know this, but I got to look at the, the, uh, the scan that they did on her brain when she had that brain bleed. That sp- spot of blood was this big around on the back of her head. And that nurse, the, 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 the lady that was taking care of her, she was a nurse practitioner. She happened to be a very good friend of mine. And she, I asked her, I said, can I look at the scan? She said, sure. She showed it to me, and it was this big around on the back of her head. She said, Joe, it doesn't look hopeful. It doesn't look hopeful. But you know what, that's what they were looking at. But here is a man of God behind us, and he got his family together. He wasn't looking at what the doctor's report said; he was looking at what the Word said. And because he recognized his position in the body—not just a pastor, even like Tabernacle—but no, a part of the a son and a daughter of God—he recognized, "I'm a part of this bride. I got a right to go before my Father. I got a right to ask my Father for my petition." And he spoke what would be, and it was exactly, 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 exactly what he spoke. Why? Because he spoke it by faith in God tonight. He's giving you the same anointing, the same word, the same faith, the same confidence. He's the same God, church. But you've got to respond with faith to speak the word. And faith will produce again tonight when you recognize who you are. When you recognize that you're abiding who you're abiding in. You're not abiding in a man's idea. You're not abiding in a church doctrine or a church creed. No, but you're abiding in, thus saith the Lord, the word of the hour. Not a a word from an age gone by. No, but the word for this hour. Notice Luther's word won't work for us today. Wesley's word won't work for us today. Pentecostal word won't work for us today. It's a new day. Brother the says now, he says, wouldn't that be wonderful tonight if everybody come into the prayer line and say, I'm a Christian. Some of us have a hard time even doing that. I don't feel like a Christian. We ain't worried about how you feel. We're worried about what the Word says. Start making your confession agree with the Word. Let it match what the Word says. You know what? And you'll begin to produce what the Word says. But as long as you're negative, as long as you're We all got the wowsy-wowsy-woos in the Eeyore complex. Nobody cares. Nobody loves me. Look, I mean, you're going to always be bound by that. But when you start confessing, I'm a son of God, I'm a daughter of God, I got rights to the promise. Every promise in the book is mine. Amen. He goes, wouldn't it be wonderful tonight if everybody come into the prayer line and say, I'm a Christian. I have no condemnation. Amen. Now, some of you walked in with condemnation before you even got started tonight. That's why we couldn't hardly have a good song service because, oh, I'm condemned. Oh, church, this is a great atmosphere. Oh, it's a great opportunity to come in and throw your hands up no matter how you feel. No matter if you feel condemned or not. But because the Word doesn't condemn you tonight. The Word can't condemn you tonight. It convicts you so that you make your life right. But I'm here to tell you tonight, he says, if they would come and say, I'm a Christian tonight, I have no condemnation. Oh, it will excite you tonight to reach up and grab for greater heights. I have no condemnation. I no more. My heart doesn't condemn me. He says, and he goes on, he says, something tells me that tonight is the end of my suffering. Oh, can we have that kind of confession tonight? Tonight is the end of my suffering. You want to talk about fireworks? You want to talk about a 4th of July? If you can recognize that tonight, tonight is the end of my suffering. Tonight is the end of my torment. It'll be fireworks. It'll be a 4th of July. It'll be a new day for you, church. No matter how much you come into motion, how much you do it, it won't work until perfect faith has manifested and identified itself in you as substance. And when it's there, then nothing is going to shake you from it. Oh, did you hear what he said? And when it's there, what is he referring to? Perfect faith. When it's anchored in your heart, there's nothing going to shake you from it. He said, if you had cancer, and the doctor told you yesterday that you'd be dead before Monday morning, all your heart, all your respiration is gone, the cancers eat you up, your bloodstream has become completely cancer, whatever it is, and something come with that substance of genuine faith, perfect faith, was made substance in you, you would laugh in the doctor's face. Oh, what about a Sister Lana? Or hear that, they, they gave up. They didn't know what to do after she was completely healed. She could laugh at the doctor's face because why? They want to keep giving her treatments, but God gave her a total treatment. God gave her a total healing, a total deliverance. Because why? Look at cancer don't stare, God. Perfect faith masters all circumstances. I don't know what your circumstance is tonight, but perfect faith masters it tonight. But you must speak what you got a need of. He says, if you abide in me, now we're going back to the scripture. That word abide means to dwell, to remain. That don't mean you get up every morning and all you do is pray, 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 and read, 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 Some of you wouldn't make a penny. Well, I you know what? Some of you would probably make a lot of money because you wouldn't read your Bible. But it says, abide in me, remain in me, dwell in me, continue in me, tarry in me, endure in me. Not throw your hands up and quit when you hit a trial. Not walk out on God and walk out on church because somebody hurt your feelings. No, but endure. Abide in me. Remain in my word and let my word remain in you. Not a word from a previous day, but for this day. Not some denominational message, but the message of the hour. Notice, he says, in my word, the Holy Ghost abide in you. He says, then speak, then ask, and speak, and it shall be done unto you do you believe that tonight church hallelujah he says now jesus said if you abide in me and my word in you then you can ask what you will and it'll be done unto you whatsoever things you desire when you pray believe you receive it he says but watch the order of the word now you believe now you receive it and it shall be given unto you tonight so the order of the word is you got to believe it, you got to speak it, you got to receive it, and it'll be given unto you tonight. Don't put it off for tomorrow. Don't put it off for next week. Don't put it off for Sunday service because we're having two services and dinner on the ground. No, you can have it tonight if you put the order right. And he says now, if you have God's word in you and you have God's life in you and you have God in you, then whatsoever God's word speaks forth out of you, notice who's speaking out of you, it, he says, it'll have to come to pass just like it was spoke from God. Can I say that again? He says, now, if you believe the word just as you believe God, because it's, it is God, it's inseparable, then if you have God's word in you, how many have God's word in you? The Holy Ghost. And you have God's life in you, you have God in you, then whatsoever God's word speaks forth out of you, it'll have to come to pass just like it was spoke by God. Oh, do you see the power of the word that lays on your lips tonight? The power of your confession tonight. Let me tell you, some of you with that negative confession, it's time we change that confession and let the word of God begin to proceed out of your mouth tonight. He says, now, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, that I will do. Did you ever realize what that means? This is Brother Adam in the fundamental foundation for our faith. He goes, do you realize if we go before God in the name of Jesus, it is, he says, it's just the same as Jesus himself praying. Come on, listen now. He says, "Now, do you realize if we go before God in the name of Jesus, it's just the same as Jesus Himself praying. It isn't me praying anymore. If I come in His name and He rec- looks and He recognizes His name." Not the name of the church, not the name of your pastor, not the name of your creed, not the name of your, your idea, but he, he recognizes his name tonight, and he says whatsoever you ask the Father in my name. Hallelujah tonight. Oh, you can have whatsoever you ask for because he recognizes that name, and when he sees his name there, he's going to honor that petition tonight. He goes, then I got to receive what I asked for because he said it, and it's God's own word. It can't can't do nothing else but produce what it said. The word can't do nothing else but produce what it says when you speak it in his name. But a lot of times our problem, now we're speaking to you tonight on your time to speak. This is your time even like Tabernacle. This is your time, young people. This is your time, grandparents. This is your time to speak. This is your opportunity. This service was created for you tonight. It was a predestinated moment in time for you to be able to speak to God. But come before the king tonight and get your petition met. And knowing when you speak it and you come in the name of Jesus Christ, he's going to honor that name because he recognizes his own name. And he recognizes that you're underneath his covenant. And he recognizes that he can't turn you away because, why? you belong to him tonight. Well, the prophet of God says the only thing that hindered the human race today from being superior and controlling like they did in the beginning is because the power lines of God's outlet, God made in the human being, has been clogged up. And some of you young people are clogged up on your your iPhone, you're clogged up on your smartphone, you're clogged up on your Android, you're clogged up on your video games. Some of you old people the same way. Man, these iPhones take all our time. All right, y'all didn't want to hear that, did you? Oh, the lines of communication is clogged up. Brother Bam says, listen to what he says now. He says, now now I say this reverently. Sometimes theology, church doctrines have clogged up your faith line. Now, we don't have that problem here. But there's churches elsewhere that they're clogged up. There's false teaching coming forth from the pulpit, clogging up the lines of communication and wondering why the people can't live victorious. We don't have that here. But see, clogged up your lives too. You have been taught that those things can't be. That it puts a block in the way. But you know, for us, many of us, Fear is clogging up the line anxiety clogs up the line depression clogs up the line worry Unworthiness clogs up the line failures past mistakes is clogging up that line of communication Where you're afraid to approach God because you look at yourself the way through human eyes But God doesn't look to you tonight through the eyes of flesh He's looking to you tonight through the eyes of Jesus Christ and he says I paid the price I fought Redemption I took the battle. I won it at the cross. They're no longer a sinner. They're saved by my blood my my blood is there tonight. It's the banner that goes over my people If you can only see tonight who owns you tonight who you belong to tonight Oh, you clear out the lines of communication You'll do away with fear and anxiety and depression and doubts and complexes. You'll blow it all out and say God I need a revival tonight. I need a revival tonight. I need a of my soul tonight Lord, I'm speaking it tonight because my heart desires it Amen. We start unclogging the lines Christ in the true church is to be what? A continuation of a dead church? No. Christ in the true church is to be a continuation of the book of Acts. Look around church. Oh look around. This is a book of Acts church tonight. You know what do you mean brother Joe? Where's Mariah Pruitt at? She here tonight? Stand up. That's a book of Acts church tonight. That's somebody that came through a prayer line and says, I'm going to wear these when I come through the other side. A little girl not afraid to speak tonight. What did God do? She's got hair on her head. Why? Because God honored her faith. God honored her petition. I'm going to tell you tonight, the book of Acts, church, God will honor your faith tonight. He will honor your petition tonight. You can have whatsoever things you desire if you only believe tonight. A book of Acts Church, a church on fire for God, a church where the communication lines are unclogged and the Spirit of God is flowing, service after service after service. Yes. You're giving love to Him and He's giving love back. Service after service after service. A book of Acts Church, a continuation, all the lines. You know, Benjamin Franklin when he grabbed hold of electricity, you know what he said? I got it. Oh, I got it. He didn't know what he had. But he had something. It electrified him. And somebody saw a problem tonight. Oh, it electrifies. We come in the house and God. Oh, I got it. But you don't know what you got. Oh, but God didn't leave it right there. No, he sent Edison behind him a little bit later. Edison took what Franklin had. He said, not only did I got it, but he put it to work. He put it to use, and what did it do? He sent electricity here and electricity there, and he turned on a light bulb. Let me tell you, this is a church tonight that I don't just say, I got it, I got it. It's a church that's putting the Word in action, a church that's putting the Holy Ghost in action, a church that's putting the Word and speaking forth the Word and watching God move and watching God respond and watching God act on your behalf. Not just I got it, but oh God, put it to use tonight. Let the sick be healed. Let the redeemed be saved tonight. Let the lost be saved. I'm talking about a book of Acts church. I'm talking about a power tonight to electrify you tonight. But He says we as Christians, we become too clogged up. We just can't understand. We think about it. the doctor says well I can't get well won't you tell that sister Lana she can't get well how many of you are gonna deny her healing I'd almost after tonight I took her little thing off so you can see what God is doing regrowing hair Satan says I'll steal your glory God says I'm gonna restore it because why he's a restoring God tonight all that the polymer worm, all that the canker, all that all of them are destroyed, they eat them. down. Maybe you've lost your faith tonight. Maybe you've lost your joy tonight. But I'm here to tell you tonight, He's a restoring God tonight. You can come in His presence and ask God for your need. I mean, you will not go away disappointed. God will meet that need tonight. Yes. He says, Now, if you was going to die, humanly speaking, He goes, I believe the same thing. But by the word, I can't believe it. So looking at the natural, yeah, you're going to die. But when you look at the word, you can't die. Oh, church Christians don't die. You just change places. Furthermore, in the word he says, I'm the Lord thy God that heals all. I think sometimes the word becomes a cliche to us. Oh, well, I got a toothache. The Lord's going to heal my disease. Oh, great. But what happens when you got cancer? What happens when you got TB? What happens when you got some major physical illness? He's still the same God. He's still the healer of all your diseases. No matter what it is you got, he's still the healer. The thing is, you got to recognize who you are and who he is and begin to speak to your God tonight. And once that channel of yours is cleared out, and you realize that all the promises of God are for you. They're not on some distant land or not on some dream. How many you have ever had a dream you never finished? And you was going to that great big pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. And for some reason, you never get there. It always become a thunderstorm. And rainbow waves at you by. That's not what I'm talking about tonight. The promises of God are not something you just constantly have a dream. It's a reoccurring dream. And you never get to the end of it. No, I'm talking about a book of Acts, church. I'm talking about a people rising up. I'm talking about young people like, like Justin Ware who come in off the street. Oh, let me tell you what. God got a hold because God responded to a little sister's prayer. And he's that same God tonight, church. He's able to respond to your prayer. I think about the Roncalli family, Sister Mandy and the girls, and William, they're coming up time after time. After, many of you probably got sick of them coming up. But what was it? Their God met their need. And here you see their father and their husband sitting on the back there in the ears playing the instrument now. Because why? Because somebody had enough faith to speak to God over and over and over and over until God moved, until God responded. And now we see the manifestation. We see them in church. You can't deny what God's done. But now the word. And the power of God is present right here tonight. Well, only if I could just, if I could be in the meeting of Brother Branham's. The same God's here. Same God visited us this past Sunday. He visited us service after service. He's the same God. You don't need William Branham, you just need to tap into God. But you know, the devil comes to you and says, well, you know what? You can't get healed. But you know what you need to say? By his stripes, I'm already healed. I'm not waiting on it. I'm professing it right now. See, he says, you'll never make it. You might as well give up. How many has he ever told that to you? Why oh, will not you just quit? Come on, put your hands back up. I didn't see them. I'm getting old. But you know what you need to say back to the devil? You know what, devil? That may be true. But the Word of God tells me that I've already made it because right now, tonight, I've seen it in heavenly places. That's my position. That's who I am. I'm not worried about what you claim. I'm looking at the Word tonight. Satan tells you you can't have your children. They're going to go and die in a sinner's sinner's hell and a devil's grave. I'm going to tell you tonight, the Word says that they and their offspring shall be there. That's the words you've got to counter the devil with tonight. Speak back faith tonight. When you say, Brother Joe, well, who am I to ask God? I'm just a nobody. Don't tell how you feel sometimes? I'm just a nobody. Look at me. All I do is occupy a pew. You're not just a nobody. You're the queen of heaven. And the prophet of God says in the first seal, he says, the queen of heaven is is the selected bride of Christ, and she comes with him. Don't you recognize who you are? The queen of heaven. Not a nobody. You're the apple of his eye tonight. You're the sole reason that Jesus would go to the cross. Every messenger he's ever sent, every prophet that ever stepped foot on this earth, every preacher that ever went forth to proclaim the good news came for you tonight. Go listen to Christ's mystery of God reveal. You are that mystery. You are that mystery, but no longer are you a mystery tonight when you catch the revelation of who you are and realize the word of God is being manifest today. No longer is he back in the shores of Galilee. No longer is he back in the 40s and 50s and 60s, but that same God is here tonight, and he's walking in my flesh, and he's talking through my lips, and he's working through my hands, and he's believing in my faith, and he's speaking the word through my lips tonight. He's the same God, church. You're the sole reason everything that God's ever done has been on the account of you. Malachi four was for you. Revelation seventeen thirty was for you tonight. No, no, not Revelation seventeen thirty, but Luke seventeen thirty. Revelation ten seven, all that was for you tonight. I say, glory to God. I know who I am. God went through so much for me tonight. You're the purpose. You are somebody, but the devil don't want you to realize who you are. He don't want you to recognize your position, because when you recognize your position, then you recognize the power and the authority that you have. It's okay. My goodness. Let's look in First John three and verse two. You said, Brother Joe, you go here all the time." Well, one day you're gonna catch the revelation, because I caught it, beloved. Some of you need some of you need to start right there. Oh, I'm beloved. I'm beloved by Jesus tonight. Everything he's ever done has been for me tonight. He sent Malachi forth for me tonight. He sent Luther for me. He sent Wesley for me. He had the Susan Street for me. He had a Pentecost revival for me. But not only, not only that, he's brought me into the furtherance of the word. And now I'm here in this hour, a message believer with the pure word of God, a vindicated message, a vindicated prophet. And it's all for me tonight. I am that beloved tonight. Yeah. Beloved, now. You go. Oh, that's present tense. Yeah, yeah. That's tonight. Yeah. That's henceforth. That'll take you into tomorrow. It'll take you into next week, next year. Right now, present tense. Beloved, now we are the sons of God. Wow. Well, brother Joe, I don't feel like it. It does not yet appear what we should be. Well, you know why that's a good thing? Because some of you don't look like your daddy. i like, where is he going with this one, huh? Some of you don't feel like it. I don't feel like you know, I'm thinking about my son here. We we resemble a little bit, but he don't look just like me. You see him on the street and you see me on the street, you may not put it together that I'm his dad. He's a good looking boy. I'm not too I'm kind of shabby. You know, we don't act alike. We don't think alike. Well, ain't no way he's your son, Brother Joe. But you know what? He can get a DNA test. You know what that DNA test is going to prove? that the same blood in my body is the same blood that's flowing through his body. And the Bible says it may not look what we shall be, but we know one thing, when you get that DNA test and that Holy Ghost come down on the inside, brother, let me tell you, the same blood that flew on Calvary is the same blood that's flowing tonight. It'll change your makeup. It'll make you look right. You may not see who you are, but it'll change you in the moment in the twinkling of an eye because the DNA test proves that you're sons and daughters of God. And as a son of God, you have authority over every devil. I said, every devil. The message is kinsman, redeemer. Now, sons and daughters of God, who has the most power before God? What is an angel? An angel is a servant, that's right. They're his servants. What are you, his son and daughter? So who has the most power in heaven then? A sinner that's been saved by grace or an archangel that's standing by his right side? He said the sinner that's been saved by grace has more authority in heaven than the archangel that stood by his side without sin because he's a son. The son has more authority than a servant, of course. Oh, church, if you can just recognize that you're a son. Oh, hallelujah. He says, but here we forget what we are. We forget many times what made us what we are. After we become what we are, then we forget how we got here. I encourage you tonight, even like Tabernacle, to never forget who you are. There's gonna be times you don't feel like a Christian, but you gotta go back to that DNA test. There's gonna be times you're not gonna feel like a son, you're gonna feel unworthy, you're gonna feel like a little piece of trash. Oh, but when you feel like that, you need to go back to the DNA test. Go back to the Word and see if what you got on the inside matches that Word. And if it matches that Word, it's a sure sign that you're a son of God, that you're a daughter of God. And who's got more power tonight, church? Who's got more power? An archangel that stood by a sign that's never sinned. Are you tonight with sin in your life, with mistakes and failure, You've got more power. You've got more authority tonight. And no devil help can stand before you. Never forget that you are the bride. That's, not everybody can hold that distinction tonight. Oh, they're confessing to be the church, but they're not the bride. See, it's it's not just anyone can receive this distinction. It's only for the predestinated. And as the bride of Christ, you have been given the authority to speak. I said, as the bride of Christ, you have been given the authority tonight to speak. Oh, church, Brother Brown makes a statement in Adoption Part 4. He says, this may choke you to death. He goes, but did you know that men that are sons of God are amateur gods? Then if you're an amateur god, you've got a domain to rule over, right? And when things get out of order in your domain, whose responsibility is it to fix it? Well, I'm going to call Brother Tim. Tim. That ain't Brother Tim's domain. That's your domain. If you're an amateur God, then you need to speak what you need to have in your domain. So what I'm, I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to tell you, you can speak the word. This is your time to speak. Don't put it off for tomorrow. Don't put it off for somebody else. It's your time. This is your message. This is your God. This is your faith tonight that we're speaking about. Let's look here in Joshua 10. Joshua 10, verse 6. Look at a man of God that recognizes his his position in the body. This has never been done before. And I fear to say it's never been done since. But we find here the men of Gibeon sent unto Joshua to the camp of Gilgal, saying, Slack not thy hand from thy servants. Come up to us quickly and save us. And help us, for all the kings of the Amorites that dwell in the mountains are gathered together against us. So Joshua ascended from Gilgal, he and all the people of war with him, and all the mighty men of valor. And the Lord said unto Joshua, notice these words, fear them not. For I have delivered them into thy hand. He says, there shall not be any of them stand before thee. And you say, oh, bless God, Brother Joe. If God would tell me that tonight, I would not fear. I would have complete courage. I would have boldness. I wouldn't be afraid. I would stand strong. Well, let me tell you, take your Bibles and turn to Luke 10 and verse 19. Come on, put it up there. Oh, you say, i got to have something, Brother Joe. He told Joshua, don't fear. I've delivered them to your hand. Luke 10, 19, he says, behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you tonight. I give unto you tonight. I give to my bride tonight. I give you power. I give you power. That's a jurisdiction. That's magistrate. I give you power over all the power, over all the mighty works of your enemy. I've given you dominion over it. I've given you control over it. And nothing... Can you say that tonight, church? Nothing shall hurt me tonight. And what are you afraid of? What are you afraid to speak tonight? You got the power, you got the authority. He's given it to you. Oh, I tell you, there's not one devil can destroy you, there's not one devil can stand in front of you when you recognize you got the power. We sing that song, I Got the Power. We think that's a goosebump or an emotion. That ain't a goose bump. That's not an emotion. Oh, that's good to have goosebumps. I like to feel the Spirit of God in church, but I got more than just a feeling on the outside. I got power on the inside. When I don't feel like it, I got something on the inside that says, Speak the word and hey, go forth, Brother Joe. Hey, right. Speak the word over your healing. Speak the word over your lost loved ones. Speak the word over the sickness. Speak the word over the situation and watch me move. Joshua therefore came unto them suddenly and this is Joshua 10 verse 9 he came unto them suddenly and he went up to Gilgal all night and the Lord verse 10 and the Lord discomfited them before Israel, and he slew them with a the great slaughter of Gibeon, and he chased them all the way along that goeth up to Beth-horam And he smote them in Ezekiel unto Makeda. Let me tell you, this was not man's doing. This was God's doing Man didn't smite him. God smote him. And I'm telling you, he's the same God tonight Oh church, if you just recognize, he's a God of wrath tonight. He's a God of war tonight Lift up your hands, O you gates Let the king of glory come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord, mighty in battle. Oh, I said the Lord tonight, mighty in battle. Not a weak God, not a weak warrior, but a mighty God tonight. A mighty warrior. And he's here tonight to fight for you. He's here tonight to defend your situation. The Lord discomfited them. He's the same God tonight. And he's ready, church, to disconfit your enemy. The Lord, mighty in battle. Notice, you don't have to figure out what God's going to do. You don't have to try to put it all together. How's he going to defeat my enemy? Is he going to do this? Is he going to do that? When is he going to do it? You don't have to worry about none of that. You just need to know one thing. He's never lost. Brother Philip, he's never lost a battle. And he don't plan on losing tonight. So whatever your need is, whatever your situation is, when you speak that in faith tonight, you take his name and you go before his throne of grace. When you speak that, God ain't going to lose. God's not going to let the devil get the upper hand. He's not going to let the devil get the victory over his people. You're the elect lady. And he's coming tonight as the Lord of hosts, the Lord mighty in battle to defend your position. We find here in verse 11. And it came to pass as they fled before Israel and were in the going down of Bethlehem that the Lord cast great stones from heaven upon them in Ezekiel and they died and there were more which died with hailstones than they whom the children of Israel slew with the sword. So you know the devil thinks he can outrun your sword. And very well he may outrun your sword. But I'm gonna tell you he can't outrun your God tonight. He'll rain down hailstones tonight. He'll rain down fire. And it's time you cry out to God. God, here I am, the devil's outran my sword tonight. Well, I'm calling upon you, Lord. I need this demon defeated. I need this die, this lying, tormenting, feared devil to be defeated tonight. Rain down hailstones, God. Rain down among my enemy tonight. Exodus 15 and verse 3 said The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. You ain't talking about some coward God. He's a man of war. Well, we want a loving God. Well, you come to the wrong church. We don't love devils. We beat them up. We cut their heads off. Everybody landing. We cut cancer's head off. Sister morale, alopecia, we cut its head off. Little Drew would cut its head off. The the devil said he ain't going to ever walk. What did God do? God showed who he was. He's a man of war tonight. And he raised up a little baby who had weak hips and he couldn't walk. But he raised up on the power of the Holy Spirit and began to walk. And he's still walking today, church. That's the same signs and wonders that they had back then. He's the same God tonight because the same church, the same seed, the same life, the same power, the same anointing. He's here tonight. And he's waiting on you to speak. Verse 12. Then spake Joshua to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the the children of Israel. And he said, In the sight of Israel, notice, not in some corner, not in some closet. No. And he said, In the sight of Israel, sun stand still upon Gibeon, and thou moon in the valley of Ajalon. And the sun fell come crumbling down. He spoke to the sun and it went off its accident and it come crashing down. No, it says, and the sun stood still and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. And we find here, he says now, so the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and hastened not to go down about the whole day. And there was no day like that before it or after it that the Lord hearken unto the voice of a man, for the Lord fought for Israel. I'm here to tell you he's the same Lord tonight. And just as he fought for Israel, the natural bride, he's fighting for you tonight, the spiritual Israel, the bride of Christ, and he will not lose tonight. I said he would not lose and tonight, like Brother Bam says, in the message I heard, but now I see, he said, Joshua, in his hour of crisis, when the armies was routing, and the sun was going down, Joshua was a prophet. He knew that if the armies ever had a chance to unite again, they had come against him, they, he would lose more men. So in that hour of crisis, when something had to be done, there was only one thing, and he could keep them from running and routing them everyone down. He said, there wasn't enough light in the day. So Joshua stood there, raised his hands up and said, sun, stand still, and moon, stay there over the valley of Agilene. And he said, and they heard Joshua seek or speak, but they seen God in action with their own eyes. Let me tell you, church, when you raise your hands in faith tonight for that need that you got, oh, let it be known tonight, church. If you need healing, stand and receive healing. And when you confess that healing, it puts God in action tonight. It puts God moving tonight. And all Israel saw Joshua speak, but they saw God respond. They saw God move. They saw God hold the sun. They saw God put the moon in his position oh they heard the voice of a man but they saw the actions of God and if you tonight church if you can put the voice of your lips tonight and speak the word by faith you will see God in action I like what brother Tim said several weeks ago he said the spoken word held darkness back to win the battle over the sons of darkness And the spoken word tonight, church, will hold your enemy back. The spoken word. Your spoken word. Recognizing who you are when you speak that word, it'll hold the the hounds of hell back until you fight the battle. And your enemies are destroyed. Oh, hallelujah. He says, when you live right, and you do right, and you act right, and you have faith in God, Satan will tremble when you speak. Did you hear what the prophet of God just told you? Oh, he says, when you live right, and you do right, and you act right, and you have faith in God... Satan will tremble when you speak because God is sworn under obligation that he will take care of that prayer. Oh, church, your prayer ain't falling on deaf ears tonight. God is under obligation tonight. God has sworn an oath to you tonight. He's an innumerable God. I'll be you, he's sworn he's got to note that he'll make sure he'll bankrupt heaven to make sure he honors that word. So, you got to have a purpose though. We me start bringing this down. My goodness. I could go on and on. See, God led the children of Israel down to the Red Sea. He's like, man, what kind of God was that? That's a pretty mean trick, Jesus or the Lord. I man, got this army coming behind him. He gets two m- mountains on both sides and there ain't no way of escape. They got a Red Sea. Well, I guess I'm done. Sometimes that's how we feel, right? Come on, y'all, just give me a few more minutes. Sometimes how we feel, you know, you got the devil on your trail, you got big old high things on both sides of you, you got this great big old vast body of water in front of you, but what did God tell Moses? Moses, why cry to me? Just speak what you got need of. If you need that mountain to fall, I'll make sure it falls. If you need that mountain to fall, I'll make sure it falls. But what did Moses do? He put his staff in the water, and he says, water, move. And what did God do? God began to bring the east wind in and the west wind in and begin to part the raging sea. And the prophet of God said it was 90 foot of water, but they walked through on dry ground, church. Oh, don't cry about it tonight. Don't cry about your situation tonight. Just speak the word. Speak the word, he's the same God tonight He may have you where you are Just so he can prove to you who he is So you'll never forget that I'm God When there ain't no way of escape I provide the way This ain't based on what you can do I'm God tonight I'm going to be your way of escape But it's going to take you responding It's going to take you being vocal It's going to take you petitioning God Joshua was anointed to take the land I'm looking at another people that's been anointed to take the land Oh we've heard From over and over we're back in the land The enemies Just ain't going to scatter because you come in the land You're going to have to fight What do you fight with? You fight with the word of God and you pull that Sword of the spirit and you begin To confess that it belongs to you This is my land I can have My children I can have my husband I can have a good marriage I can have Harmony in my home I can have healing in my body I can have deliverance. I don't have to be tormented Because why? I'm in the land The land belongs to me And every devil in hell Is subject to me Because look They're just squatters I'm a rightful heir To the land tonight If you can recognize Who you are church I'm trying to tell you Over and over and over It's time that we begin To speak tonight Lord the land belongs To me tonight I need healing Then let healing be had tonight I need salvation I need the Holy Ghost I need a revival Then let God respond To your faith Notice he didn't, Joshua didn't cry nothing. He commanded the sun to stand still. He commanded the son to stand still. And the son obeyed the voice of a man. And now what about your depression? What about your fears? Joshua Butts, what about your fears? That's right, because it honors your confession. That's exactly right. What about your complexes? What about cancer? What about brain bleeds? What about these things? If the voice of the son can obey the voice of a man, it's never been done before, and it's never been done since. If it obeyed the voice of a son of God, what about today, church? What about your need, church? It'll obey your voice. It'll obey your confession. You're a son of God. You're a daughter of God. Stand to your feet and begin to speak the word. I got a need tonight. Speak the word in faith. Speak the word in faith. He'll obey your confession. He's the same God. He's God tonight. He's the healer tonight. He's the deliverer tonight. He's the almighty God tonight. I'm telling you, church, believe the word. But the physicians come. Oh, church, it's time for you to speak. This is your time to speak. If the sun and moon can obey the... The voice of a man What about that tormenting devil Telling you I'm gonna I'm gonna take you down There's no hope for you Nobody cares about you Those complexes that you got That unforgiving spirit Just speak to it tonight Speak to it tonight You got a troubled marriage You want harmony in your marriage Speak to it tonight You got kids that are lost or wayward Satan says there's no chance They're never coming back Look at them They're tattooed up They're in drugs They're in sin Speak to them tonight Oh, Joshua spoke to the sun, and God held the sun there until the sons of God could fight through the darkness. And with the holy, I'm here to tell you, he's the same God tonight, church. He's here tonight. Speak to the sun. Speak to your moon. Stop stand still. I got a need tonight. I'm a son of God tonight. And probably God says, oh, let me just get there. Oh, I just want you to see this. He says, so when a spirit-born, spirit built man in faith takes the word into his heart and places it upon his lips, wow, that's the same as deity speaking. Oh, what are you saying? That's the same as Almighty God speaking. You look, you come in his name. He recognizes his name. It's no longer you speaking. It's God speaking through you. God going to meet that need when God is speaking through you tonight. So whatever your need is tonight I would stay in my seat I would come forth I begin to speak to the word Speak to the storm Speak to your mouth Speak to your enemy And watch God move Brother Tim used this quote So did Brother Gary And I'll end it with this Don't fear John Don't fear little flock Let me just put it personal to you tonight Don't fear evening light tabernacle Oh, he says now All that I am You are heir to All that I am All that God is You are heir to All my powers is yours My omnipotence is yours As I stand in your midst Who's here tonight, church? It's Jesus Christ in our midst tonight On a Wednesday night service Letting you know I'm here tonight All my power is yours tonight All my vividness is yours tonight. I've not come to bring fear. I've not come to bring failure, but love and courage and ability. All power is given unto me, and it's yours to use. Hallelujah. All power. All power. All power. I give it to you, church. You can use it tonight. You can speak it tonight. He goes, you speak the word, and I will Perform it. That's my covenant and it can never fail. I said, That's my covenant and it can never fail. If you got a need tonight? Speak it. Speak the word. I'll perform it. That's my covenant. It'll never fail. Last scripture 2 Corinthians 4, verse 13. We have in the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe, therefore I have spoken. We also believe, therefore we speak. Church, this is your night. This is your service. You got a need tonight? thing things been lingering and lingering and lingering, there's men of God up here ready to lay hands on you. I'm going to tell you, you'll speak tonight in faith. God will honor it. It's up to you tonight. I've given you my power. I've given you my authority. I've given you jurisdiction over every enemy. Now what are you going to do with it? I didn't get to it because I didn't have time. My brother Tim was just dealing with it this past Sunday on Esther. Esther, it's time to come before the king. It's time to make your petition known. If you looked in verse 8, or chapter 8 and verse 1, Ahasuerus gave Esther all, everything that belonged to Haman, he bestowed it upon Esther. Hung him on the gallows and gave his entire house to Esther. What are you saying, Brother Joe? I'm telling you tonight, when you speak the word of God, God will destroy your enemies tonight, and he'll give you everything back that the devil's was taken from you. Because you're an heir. You're an heir tonight. you got a need tonight. We're here for you. We're here to pray, but it's going to take you speaking. Brother Timothy, why don't you take us to the Lord in some songs. Speak the word tonight. When you speak, it puts God in action. you got a need. Why not you line up down this aisle tonight? Don't be afraid. Step out. This is your night. This is your night. Come with boldness. Get your petition there.
1: Know that God will not
0: turn away your petition tonight. He's a living God. He's a very present help tonight in a time of trouble. You believe tonight, church. Do you believe, Sister you believe tonight God responds to that need that you have? He's the same God. I believe it, church. Set your wings. tonight, church. Oh, turn away from your fears. Turn away from your anxieties. Turn away from your failure. Turn away. Japan, look to the Word tonight. Africa, look to the Word tonight. America, look to the Word tonight. To tonight. Make his believers turn back to God and look to the Word tonight. Get away from all the unbelieving. Get away from all the doubt and turn back to the Word. He's here tonight. He's in this church tonight. He's in America tonight. He's around the world. His warriors is here tonight. He's a pure God. Out of faith, on my side would you step out of faith tonight? Tonight is my night. Tonight is the end of my suffering. Tonight is over. The I'm doing a line tonight. I'm making my stand for God. God. To see